Hello, and welcome to another episode of Raising CJ. I'm your host and CJ's dad, Alex. Over there is the beautiful Bethany and CJ's mom. Yeah, you. I'm looking at you. <laughs> you know your name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cadence is four months old now. And she's mm. smiling at me as she drinks a bottle right now. Four months and counting. So we had our four-month checkup this past week. And we'll talk about that, and also just all the growth and development things and adventures we've been having. Yeah. It's been busy. Uh, Bethany had a big milestone birthday, and we went went on a trip for that, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Cadence started sleeping through the night, at least for about two weeks she has. Last night was a little messy, so we'll see what continues. And more summer fun with a baby. So we try and enjoy the brief summer season here in northern Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to start with? Your trip? Yes, let us begin with our trip to the Twin Cities for my 30th birthday. Yeah. So we went to the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. On our agenda was to do... A bit of a walking tour of St. Paul, and then uh, Minnesota Twins baseball game, and then the Como Zoo. Not the Minneapolis Zoo, the Como Zoo. We've both been to the Twin Cities many times, but I looked up just a walking tour of some historic sites in central St. Paul that we had never, we'd never been to that uh, district before, and for good reason, there's... Hardly any bars. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we started off the evening there and it was hot. It was hot in the city, especially when you're walking around with a baby, a baby carrier. Um, But we saw the Union Depot Friday night and uh, the first National Bank building, which is kind of an iconic part of the skyline. And fun fact, you don't get to see it when you go in, but it has a shooting, has had a shooting range in the basement and stuff like that. Um, kind of in the heat, got a little bored with it, um, after a while and ended up just kind of meandering, but it was fun. It, uh, it was just something I found online. I wish I could remember the website now of whoever recommended the route. Sure you can just Google St. Paul walking walking tour tour. free. (laughs) Uh, we went by some things that it's kind of good to know where they are. The science museum and the children's museum, the children's museum has been ranked in the top 10 nationwide. Ooh, a little burp from Cadence. Um, so, so you know, we didn't go there with our four-month-old, but, you know, maybe in a couple of years that'd be of interest to her. And, uh, and that was that was fun. Took some pictures down by the river. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, what you say about the bars, that, that is kind of interesting. Because usually when you're in a big city, you're never too far from a bar. Uh, and at one time, at one point, we're like, we're hot. We need to sit in some AC and have a drink. And got up Google Maps and looked up bar. And like the nearest one was not very close. So I guess St. Paul isn't super bar I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, just not that part, whatever it sure. is, which is, you know, where the Children's Museum is. I guess you probably pick a location that has less Yeah, bars, but it was downtown. It was downtown. 
And uh, the other funny thing was this was a Friday evening and there were weddings everywhere. There's somebody getting married at the Union Depot and at the library and uh, just, you know, down by the river. Um, so, so that was kind of, it was kind of spot the bride, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, and a Friday. So, yeah. And it just a different Friday night in St. Paul than maybe we would have had five years ago. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know, back at the hotel by seven thirty, and that kind of thing. So that was Friday night. We did that. So Saturday we... Uh, went and visited some friends that uh, lived down there uh, and had some, like brunch with them. Yeah, they'd gotten treats from a local bakery, and I didn't catch the name, but they were delicious. And then uh, we headed to the Twins game, which was really the, well, I would think it's the main event of our weekend. Yeah, it's the thing you we bought tickets like the to. Zoo better, but No, it was um, fun. Sure. So they were playing the Orioles. We had good seats, like... 11 rows up from the first baseline the first base yeah first baseline the last section i guess you know the section that like touches the foul pole um so we were concerned about foul foul balls balls. i was on alert to deflect yeah any incoming balls with my chest if needed in the past, it would have been exciting to try and get them. And this time, I was like, oh, my gosh, no, no flying balls at my baby, please. <laughs> yeah. And we had, uh, before Cadence was even born, I bought uh, baby bands are just headphones for babies. And I had tested those out in the house to see if she would be able to tolerate wearing them. And she didn't seem to mind them wearing around the house. And she didn't mind wearing them at the game, even though it was pretty hot again. Um, and a lot of people, not a lot, I mean, three people said, oh, that's a really good idea. And you see a lot of babies without them, but I do, uh, maybe I should have made that the baby gadget of the week. Um, I do recommend getting that hearing protection. I think we talked about it when we talked about swimming, you know, sort of, you never know when you're going to need them. In fact, we just ate dinner out the other night at a bar (laughs) because that's the kind of food we like. Uh, uh, and you know it's happy hour for Pete's sake it's not that bad to have a baby usually in like a a bar type restaurant it's a gastro pub whatever that means Um, and it was fancy pub yeah right Uh, and we like pub grub Um, but it was super loud in there they had a giant Jenga without a mat. Yeah, just and, on a wood floor. Yeah, so when it, it crashed, just... it was like the loudest thing you've ever heard. And Keynes was having fun, like looking all around and stuff. It, you know, it wasn't that busy, but it was just loud. And I was like, oh, see, could have had the could have had the baby headphones if I had been on the ball. Could bring them everywhere. Uh, they're a little bulky though. So anyway, you know, we kind of came prepared, and um, and I enjoyed the first inning in my seat. <laughs> yeah, and then Keynes got a little fussy unfortunately um yeah so i went off and um just kind of we were in the sun and so i tried to find some shade and also just she likes to walk around of course be held and kind of bounced and so we were doing that and i discovered uh in just walking near our section that by guest services there's a mother's room and i thought well what could this be i was kind of looking for a corner to maybe nurse in um so this would be at Target Field. Yes, at Target Field. And yeah, so I just said, hey, uh, can I use that? And they were like, yeah, go on back. It's really busy. And uh, 
it was really busy. It's in it's a little not a huge room, um, uh, the size of a very small bedroom, I guess, and it oh, had that small. Yeah, like what is the footage? Uh, I you know I'm trying to it's guess. Like a ten by ten room. Well, it's probably like eight by fourteen or something. Oh, that's I, really small. Yeah, it's big enough to have. Well, and I, I'm really bad with dimensions. I could be so off. I'm sorry if you're an architect at Target Field, and you're listening to this, <laughs> and you're like, actually, it's twenty by twenty six, but I don't think it's that big. Um, but it does have like two small couches and three rocking chairs in it, which is nice, and a big picture of Joe Mauer, of course, <laughs> and air condition, a little air conditioning unit, and um, a video. Uh, well, they're called televisions of a live feed of the game and then a sink um with running water um and as and it was very busy there was someone in every chair the whole time i was there kind of a revolving drawer of you know had mom's pumping and mom's breastfeeding and the whole thing uh and it was just a cool little thing to find and it, it was very nice and then um, I had kind of an adventure that continued because they were giving away free hats. Hold on. I can't imagine bringing your pump to the game. Well, like, that'd be a lot of effort. So funny. <laughs> so that's what I have also realized. And I've had some issues with pumping and I um, have not been thrilled with my pump all the time. It's hard to know if like it's the motor or I've messed around a lot with flange sizes and different things. So I've looked at other pumps shouldn't be the motor it's got an it's got a hospital grade. grade motor but there's different like <laughs> section things i guess i don't know like and this is supposed to better mimic the suction pattern of a baby um but i don't know i mean some people have said in reviews of it that they love it and some have said that they that it didn't work for them and i didn't read reviews before i got it i went off the advice of other moms so anyway other pumps though are much smaller than this spectra s2 i think is what i have uh and so they're more compact and you can have them in like a little bag uh, but you still have to have the flanges and the bottles and everything else and so yeah typically they've got Slob a big tote yeah, yeah they've got a big tote with their stuff in it it may be a baby too so yeah that was going on uh but then i want to talk about my adventure i had after that yeah let's hear about it so it was free hat day which we didn't know until we got to our gate and we're getting in line to do tickets, and they were giving away hats. Oh, how exciting. Except that right as we got there, we see the hats, and then they say, and we're out of hats at this gate. So I didn't really particularly want a hat until I knew I could get one, <laughs> and then it was snatched away. Well, we weren't early. We were like... On time. Actually, as we were in line, they were doing the national anthem. Yeah. So, you know, we weren't trying to be the first 5,000 people there, whatever it is, to get a free hat. Right. But after I pumped with Cadence, I think we did a diaper change. And then we, I went to get some ice cream because I decided I wanted some ice cream. And uh, so I got a scoop and a cone because I didn't have her in our carrier at this point. She's just loose in my arms so i needed just to be able to eat with one hand so i got one scoop of ice cream in a cone but where the ice cream was was a gate that they still had hats so with my baby in one hand and my ice cream in the other i say oh can i have a hat they were out of them at my gate and they say sure and they hand me a hat which i take with my hand that has ice cream in it and the scoop of ice cream falls on the floor 
dun 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 dun. And I thought, well, that sucks. That's seven dollars down the drain. Uh, but then the person was like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll get you another scoop of ice cream. And so she went and got me a new scoop, which was nice. You never expect a good deal like that in a ballpark. Uh, and then, I don't know if it's a good deal, but okay. Well, sure. It's debatable. <laughs> a nice thing. A nice thing. Um, and then I was, I wanted to fill up my water bottle. Uh, and I still had, well, when they brought me the ice cream scoop, this time they gave it to me in a dish, which didn't really help me because I can't eat ice cream out of a dish while I'm holding the baby, but I figured I'd figure something out. So, uh, but I wanted to fill up my water bottle, so I went to, over to a water fountain, and there was like a little uh, food service thing next to it with an empty stainless steel bench, so I kind of put my water, I put the ice cream down, and I'm trying to one-handed open the water, and uh, someone just came up to me and said, um, can I help you with that? It looks a little tricky. And I was like, yes, thank you. That would be so helpful, and that was very nice. So then they gave me my water. And then I was trying to put the top back on, and somebody else came and said, can I help you with that? It looks a little tricky. Um, and so I just, I everywhere I went, I was kind of in the nation of moms or something like that. There was helpers and new things to discover, and Cadence and I just went around and had a little adventure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. In the meantime, I was getting worried about you guys. <laughs> well, so yeah, <laughs> there's like, not very good reception. Texts weren't going through for some reason, and yeah, and I also like being as I didn't have any free hands, I wasn't like checking my phone very often. I had it yeah, in the backpack. I figured that like it's gonna be hard for you to get your phone out of your pocket. And at the same time, I was kind of like, oh man, I really wish Alex was here. One, because I'd like to be watching the game with my husband, and two, um, you know, I could use some help, but. Right. you know i couldn't i went out and looked for you at yes one point, right couldn't find you so yep you know uh and then by the seventh or eighth inning or something i was able to sit back down and um enjoy the rest yeah of the it game. was a lot of innings so i was like what, what the heck i'm <laughs> yeah, watching, I'm watching this whole game by myself so i yeah. went out looking for you guys but you're probably in the mother's room at that point which i the super secret mother's room that i didn't know about <laughs> yeah Anyway, so it was a totally different experience at a baseball game than I would have had again. I mean, we've been to Target Field. We went last year, and uh, we had different seats entirely, but, you know, I probably stayed in my seat most of the game. <laughs> so it was just different. It was still fun, but different. And then also, especially with the mother's room and everything, and then seeing moms with babies and carriers, just noticing different things that I wouldn't have noticed last year. You're like, there are a lot of moms you know, working their way through this game, it's not necessarily a relaxing day at the ballpark. I mean, it's relaxing yeah. in a different way. Well, people like us. Uh, oh, you want to do something with your get family. Out and do stuff. Absolutely. Like, a lot of our friends have told us, wow, you guys do a lot with a baby. When we had a baby, we just didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Know? So and I'm like, oh, I guess I don't feel like we're doing a ton of things, but. It's less than we normally do, but we're still doing things, so I guess I feel good about it. And I definitely feel like you got to get while the getting's good, as we've talked about. Like, it's summer, let's be out, and, you know, probably right. this winter. because this... we will be shut in all winter, Exactly. Basically. Right. So, we get our vitamin D stored up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then after that, we had plants. So, oh, we I forgot to mention, before the game, we ate, at, ate lunch at a deli called Bewitched, which I just found online in the warehouse district. 
and it was amazing. I had a veggie burger that had the most delicious onion bun and it had beets and stuff in it and it was really good. And, um, you know, just keeping tally of the funny places I nursed, you know, we nursed there. We, yeah, nursing in Target Field, just, you know, they, and changing diapers. I think I had to change the diaper on the bathroom floor there because there was no changing table. So, you know, getting around the city, it's different. Yeah. So then after the game, it was hot again, and we had planned to have supper at um, Moose and something, another restaurant I, I found. Even I don't even remember yeah. either. But I had it written on a piece of paper. We, were, we again, <laughs> just wanted to, like, get out of the sun and... Um, Really like sports bars is everything. I feel like we're saying we go to bars a lot, but really it's like, you know, where you can get some quick food and maybe there's a game on the TV and you can right. have a beer as well. We were hot and uh, USA versus Panama Gold Cup game was going on, which I knew about and I like to follow the US men's national team. So I was like, well, if we went into a sports bar, I could watch the second half of this game while we cool off. So. Yes, but oddly, uh, just like with an, an immediate walking, di- well, so immediate walking distance was super busy because the Twins game had just gotten out. So moderate walking distance, there were no, I don't know, there wasn't a sports bar, or maybe you just saw like the poor house is nearby, and I like that place. Let's go there. Yeah, I knew they had a lot of TVs at least. Yeah, and they did, and it was pretty empty. Again, there was a wedding happening in that building. It was a one o'clock game. Yeah. On a Saturday, so I don't. Uh, I don't know. I was actually kind of shocked by how I think people just, maybe because it was hot out, I don't know, people just left. They didn't, like all those downtown spots didn't get super busy after. Mm-hmm. Maybe at a night game they would have because people want to stay out. But but so we decided to uh, go in there and, you know, Alex had a beer and I had a nice tea and they were able to turn the soccer game because it was pretty empty. They turned it on a TV and then on their um, big projector screen. And I found a little nook that I think used to have an ATM in it and nursed there and <laughs> changed a diaper on an upstairs couch in their like party area, uh, which has probably seen grosser things on it, I guess. Uh, we have a little mat, so it's not like she was touching a bar couch. Right. Um so that was kind of interesting. And then we had these amazing onion rings that were humongous. Yeah. And there had to be like. They had half price appetizers. So like, oh, we'll take some onion rings. Yeah. And then like, they ended up being a meal for both of us. I mean, yeah. they, were, they were ginormous. And delicious. Uh, and total. I mean, how can you have just a meal of onion rings? That's not very healthy. But we did it. Yeah, we did. We yeah. did it. And um, it would have been unhealthier to eat more food just because right. uh, you're like, well, onion rings can't be a meal. Yeah. Uh, but. That was kind of a fun surprise, but, you know, then the game ended and we're like, well, we're not really hungry enough to go to eat at another restaurant. So we headed back to the hotel and then we decided to try Cadence out in the pool again. And this time the hotel pool was small and empty. A lot quieter. It wasn't like a big park. It was just a little pool. Yeah. So. And there's nobody in there. didn't have anyone to compete with. Yeah. And she was totally calm about the whole thing. But didn't really seem to think it was a big deal. She's not impressed. She liked it when I was mo- when I was really motorboating around with her, like yeah, yeah, zooming around the pool. I thought she liked it. And when but, you played peekaboo. Yes, and then yeah, I, I played peekaboo with her by like dunking myself underwater to yeah. hide. And then when I came up, she thought that was pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah. So I liked it. I, uh, do, I liked I it too. I think she enjoyed it. But yeah, it wasn't like... Super splash she, around. She enjoys excited. taking a bath more than... She gets more excited for that than uh, yeah. this pool adventure, I guess. <laughs> but she definitely was not upset about it. Maybe she was like, well, this water's cold. And yeah. Maybe that's all she was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next day, we uh, met up with some friends at the Como Zoo which is in St. Paul. It's a free will donation zoo, and it's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we met uh, first a couple who have, uh, I think, like a three and a five-year-old, and then a little later we met up with um, a couple of a one and a three-year-old. And so we kind of had fun times talking about parenting and you know observing their kids and different stuff like that. And Learned about snack management, yeah. as you've mentioned. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing is kind of realizes it's a lot of snacks. And I mean, especially we were meeting near lunchtime. And so they had brought food for their kids. And so it's like, okay, do you want the cheese stick or the grapes now? And that kind of thing. Um, and they all, they had had brought um, really healthy snacks. And we were kind of impressed like that by that. You know, like, yes, that's a good idea to bring a cooler to the zoo with grapes and stuff for your kids instead of um, just being at the mercy of whatever's there. Right. And it's a good way to avoid getting Buy tired, hungry kids. Chips or something. Yeah, yeah, because then you have less grumpiness if your kids are well fed and nourished. So it's kind of a good example. And the kids were very cute, of course. And it's, again, just kind of fun to be part of that that club because uh, a couple of years ago we went to the Como Zoo just as adults. And I like zoos. Um, well, I like happy zoos when the animals are happy. It's conflicting. It's, you know, everybody knows zoos are good zoos are bad um and it's you know fun to go as uh go with kids cadence was not really interested in the animals at all i don't really think she quite got what was happening but yeah, she was very interested young. in the people and the other little kids like looking at a baby so that was fun too right in the butterfly house and the butterfly house was super fun they had like a special exhibit going on a seasonal one. They had this butterfly house. Butterflies like from all over the world. Um, they even had like clean zones. You had to step through to make sure no butterflies got in or out. Um, so it's kind of like when you watch a movie like uh, Arrival, Arrival, or something <laughs> like that, and they have to go through these where they get scrubbed <laughs> or so, you know, whatever, with their biohazard suits on. Okay, it's not like that. It's intense, not like that. But, you but know, they, there's as close as I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> yeah, there's interns who check you over. I'm sure the thing is, you know, you can't have escaped butterflies. And then we have this invasive species yeah, or something because we wanted to have on. pretty butterflies everywhere. But it was really cool. And um, the three-year-old we were with just got really into it. He would say, let's identify them. Let's identify them. And it was adorable and a lot of fun. And then we ended up, you know, getting getting pretty pooped out at the zoo after kind of spending a good part of the day there. And so on the way. In the hot sun. Yeah. And all that. Mm-hmm. And so we just got some Jimmy John's on the way home. And when you get home, you got to unpack and do all that whole thing. And that was actually the day of my birthday. And I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is... This is fun, but it's a lot of work to spend your birthday like this, traveling with a baby. Um 
And so I, we kind of talked about it and we were like, yeah, maybe next year we stay home and do a spa day or something that's more of a retreat. I'm glad we did it, but it was exhausting and I didn't get any cake because we were just on the move the whole time. So the next day at work though, I Husband got fail. I didn't get her any cake. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, there was, wah, wasn't wah. an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of animals, I do kind of want to mention um, that this Friday, Cadence and I were outside laying on our blanket like we do on a nice day and our dog maggie was running around in circles being turbo dog and then she'd stop and roll and scratch her back on the grass and it was silly and cadence for the first time kind of was looking at her and she started giggling just at the dog watching the dog and so she's starting to get to that point um, where she looks at things outside of her and notices them and i don't know things are funny before it's just she sees some a person, you know, and maybe the person's looking at her, and so then she's giggling and laughing. But to be something that's not related to her to laugh at, I thought that was a kind of a milestone. Right. So maybe even if we went to the zoo, you know, next week, she might react to the animals differently. You don't know. Sure. She Probably could get still, that close to them. Yeah, yeah, if she could get close. And then the other thing is there'd still be tons of people around, which are still more interesting, more interesting than sure. animals. As yeah, Whereas today, mom laying on a blanket is not as interesting as a duck. She was in her seat thing, and what do you call that? It's called a yeah, it's a floor seat. It's a sit me up Fisher Price sit me soft up. seat. It's not a hard like what a bumbo, okay. but it's the same. She was thing. in her sit me up, and uh, Maggie was scratching her her face, you know, with her back. Oh, Maggie's scratching your own face. Yeah, yeah, Maggie was scratching her own face with her foot, uh, but she started to laugh at that. Oh, <laughs> so. Yeah. She's starting to think that weird things Mickey does is funny. Yeah, it's cute. Cute to me. So let's talk about how she started sleeping through the night. Yeah. So which it's... I'm pretty sure is not going to happen tonight because she's been sleeping all day and she's sleeping right now. Yeah, she just fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, so for like two weeks, ten days, something like that, um, up until last night, we didn't do anything to initiate it. She just sort of started... Instead of getting up twice, in fact, she didn't like start doing once. She just went from going getting up twice to she slept through the night, and then again, and again, and again. So, and then we we're just kind of on a roll. So, mm-hmm. last week we decided, well, let's put her down in her crib. She's been sleeping in bassinet mode of her playpen in our room on this mattress thing I made. Um, since she was born, she's been in her playpen in various stages of it. It comes with an actual bassinet, and then. It comes with this riser thing and if you've ever shopped for a playpen you know what i'm talking about um but we're like okay we're ready despite the fact that the recommendation is by the official pediatric society is six months or a year we're ready she seems ready we're gonna have our bedroom back (laughs) let's see what happens when she goes in her crib and she kept going she slept the night still in her crib so awesome really great and we didn't mess it up too much when we were on our trip I guess one night she was up quite a bit, um, but considering we were pretty sure yeah. that that was going to ruin everything, yeah, that's con- yeah. It so really she usually our road trips do so, but then that was we expected. Yeah, then we got home and she still went back to sleeping through the night. It's like wow, but then last night it was all night baby party, uh, and she was just awake and happy from like three to five a.m. I remember last time she had shots though, which uh, oh, yeah, that- we haven't talked about that yeah. yet, but she got all messed up too. Yep. Because it makes her sleep. 
He makes her sleep a lot during the day. When she gets the shot. But there's also this thing called the four-month sleep regression, which is very common. So she could be going through that as well. So we don't know that, you know, and it's okay. Alex had even said, this is great, but we don't, we fully don't expect this to last. And you have just been talking to a friend who said that their baby at six months stopped sleeping at night and that kind of thing. So we knew, you know, it's not like it's a permanent thing. We did enjoy it while it lasted. We'd love it to happen again, but we will. (laughs) The one thing that I don't want is, yes, when she's like up for hours at night, just happy and awake, like, yeah, everybody, let's play. And it's one thing, I don't mind getting up and feeding her and she goes back to sleep, but yeah, that whole reverse cycling is, uh, I hope we don't do that again. Yeah, so hopefully that's just related to her four-month shots, Mm -hmm. which I guess we should talk about now. Yeah. Um, So she brought her in. Doctor appointment, yep, for the four-month checkup. And everything's going good. She grew a little. I mean, she went up in weight because she's been like in the 25th percentile. She went up to the 35th, so that's good. Um which was really comforting to me because I have just been struggling to pump enough milk. And, you know, we had started using a little bit of formula. And so just to know she's growing, you know, that it's comforting to me as hard it is for me to yeah, accept. Even growing percentile. Yeah. Yeah. Growing really well. And also kind of like legitimately she has been needing a ton because look how much she's growing. So, you know, yes, it's hard, but she's growing. It's okay. Um that made me feel better. It's always nice to go on those checkups. And I mean, I'm sure one day we'll go in and she'll have fallen a little behind and I'll worry all kinds about that. But since I worry either way, whatever. (laughs) And she's still in the 80th percentile for height. So she's still pretty tall. Same kind of for head size. But following tracking those curves, which is good. Good news. She's got some weird speckles on her torso. The doctor didn't know what they were, which is kind of like, what? How do you not know? Yeah, they're kind of like frustrated. Like, oh, but I'm not worried about them. Yeah. What? I was a little bit like, well, you don't know what they are. Shouldn't we try to find out what they are? Uh, yeah, you're generally pretty quiet in these appointments, but that was the one time when you were like, wait, so we're not doing anything about this Beckles? <laughs> no, I'm not worried about them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I guess that's good, but. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Um, It'd make me feel better if she knew what they were. She's, I know. The whole, well, I don't know what they are, but they don't look like a problem. Yeah, I guess. But, but we really like our pediatrician, so that was weird for her not to have the answer to something. She almost has the answer to everything. Our daycare provider had uh, su- suggested she asked me. We went to the doctor on Friday, on Thursday, when I picked Cadence up. She asked, "Have you thought about introducing solids?" And I said, we're going to the pediatrician and we're going to talk about it. We did because she's just so hungry um, all the time. But as I suspected, you know, we I thought it was interesting. You know, there's kind of two things that you look for for introducing solids. And one is, do they have the head control? And the other is that I didn't know. Are they socially interested in eating? When we eat, does she watch us and open her mouth and look like she wants to eat? And she's not doing that yet. Um, so, and I also had, from my reading and stuff, you know, maybe there's this perception that if we introduce solids, it'd be another way for her to feel full. 
but really they don't get much of their food from that right away anyway. It's still primarily breast milk for months to come. So I'm, you know, I feel for my provider because we're asking her to feed Cadence three or four times a day and she's got a bunch of kids there, but that's, that might just be what she needs. It's part of the gig. It's part of the gig. So, (laughs) and, you know, even when she does start to feel interested, I think we are going to start with some nutrient-packed foods at first. I did buy some organic Gerber rice cereal or something, or maybe it's oatmeal. Um, So we have that because I wasn't sure if we might start, that you can start feeding it four to six months. So I thought, well, I'll have this on hand. But I think we're going to start with something like avocado or scrambled eggs um, because we're not worried about allergens with the eggs since that's on the family. Um, And they're both kind of high density in terms of fat and protein or at least fat. So, So because... Yeah, she's a hungry growing girl, so we'll we'll go for that, but you know, two tablespoons compared to thirty ounces of breast milk is not gonna be what cures my pumping ails. <laughs> no. It's a long time before. Mm-hmm. And as it should be, you know, she's they, just a little bit. They still need girl. a majority breast milk or they need breast milk mixed mm-hmm. in, right? Yep, exactly. So. Yeah, and I'm not trying to rush things. I just I was worried that she wasn't getting enough. Now we've been to the doctor. Looks like she is. So that's great. Yeah. So we're probably going to wait till closer to six months. Well, yeah. Or at least until she's like, seems to be really into it. And then. Well, well yeah, actually we didn't talk. The doctor said, uh, wait for her to socially. I just talked about that. That's so funny. Did you, you not... said socially, but you didn't say. Till she opens her mouth. I did explain okay. all that. Yeah. <laughs> I zoned out, I guess. <laughs> if you're bored during our podcast, oh no. Um, yeah, and then she got two shots in her legs and the rotavirus drinky thing. So it was another Alex held her this time, but it was hard and she was sad. And she took a big long nap when we got home and slept a lot uh, Friday and was kind of cranky. I did not give her Tylenol until... The afternoon when she just seemed kind of inconsolable, and we gave her a bath. We did do a bath after she after she woke, woke up from, from her, her nap. first big nap, and that seemed to help. That's she kind of perked up a little, loosen up their legs or something. Mm-hmm. And I massaged, and she we know she likes baths, so it yeah. should calm her. Yep. Yeah, and so it wasn't. I don't think it was as bad as the two month shot. She seemed to bounce back a little better towards the end of the day, but uh, I do think even it. At six months, I won't have my Fridays off anymore, but I think I'm going to take the whole day off just just so I can be with her rather than giving her shots and then putting her in daycare. That doesn't seem fair. Oh, sure. I'm hoping this is still related to the shots because it's like the two-day-later effect. Sure. Know? Well, we like... can tell ourselves whatever. Yeah. Just like we didn't do, I mean, we didn't do anything to make her sleep through the night and we didn't, you know, maybe we did something to make her stop. Maybe we didn't. I mean, it's just, we're sure. rolling with yeah. the punches. I know, but this is one, is anything to make one you that we f- liked. Yeah. Anything <laughs> to make you feel like you have some semblance of control. I get it. Yeah. Yep. Excuse me for trying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, so you listened back to like our labor oh episode. Goodness. And you no, wanted to first... talk about how, well, whatever, the first few episodes. Yeah. And you wanted to talk about how 
now that you're out of that, you can't so believe how much you talked to, about your body. Or and whatever. that's just how it is when you're pregnant. It's like everything's about everything's yeah. You go to the doc. You go to the doctor every week. Yeah, and it's, it's all talking about your body and what's this. Yeah, and people ask you about it. and It just doesn't phase you. And now that it's over, it's like, oh my gosh, that's so invasive. How could I have <laughs> talked about that? Oh, it's so bad. But that's no, real life. Isn't. No, it's yeah. yeah, exactly. That's real life. That's how you it is. You feel embarrassed now, is all. So yes, it's not, it's not so bad. But no, and if the, anyone the, thought we were a little too open, sorry loose. about that. Yeah, oof. it's just how you are at that stage. Yeah. And yep. then you close up again, I guess. Right. And, and then get you more op- private. And then you open up entirely about your child and, and share all their invasive stuff. So, yeah. It's, it's just funny. No specifics? Well, yeah. I mean, just. I can't even I can't even mention what grossed me out about it because I don't want to <laughs> think about the fact that I talked about centimeters, and, you know, oh, of sure. gaping parts of my body and such. Oh, or even we talked well, about me getting normal. the we talked about me getting the stomach flu and yeah, it's just um, yeah, not things that you normally might talk about. Just how your life changes in a matter of weeks and months. Exactly. Very much so. And so afterwards, I was very much like, why can't we talk about Alex? And, you know, let's make him describe some incredibly intimate part of his body for three episodes. (laughs) (laughs) What part would you like to discuss? And that's the thing is I don't want to (laughs) know. Is it time for... Bethany's baby gadget of the week. It is. I feel like we're losing steam here, and it's because we didn't sleep last night, and it's going to be kind of obvious probably looking back. But this is what we're doing. I said we should wait till tomorrow night, but yeah, I didn't listen. <laughs> so yeah, this baby gadget of the week is several baby gadgets. It's about baby carriers and what I have so far. And poor, five. poor Alex. She has five of them. We don't have five babies. We do have five. (laughs) We have the Infantino Cuddle Up Hooded Carrier, the Infantino Two-in-One Gather Carrier, the Boba Wrap, a muslin sling I bought off eBay, ring sling, and a Becco Gemini. Yes, we do have five. So the Cuddle Up is what I registered for without even researching baby carriers. I thought it looked really cute. It has little barriers on a hood that goes over the baby, and it's adorable. However, the problem with it has been that although it's made for babies, starting at 12 pounds, first of all, it was a long time before Cadence was 12 pounds. So it was, I mean, she only hit 12 pounds at three months, I think. So there was a good long period there where it wasn't useful to us. But then even when she was there... It seemed to spread her legs way too wide. Super wide, Like she was doing the splits. It just didn't seem comfortable. I mean, it's one thing to have the M position or whatever, but this just didn't seem right. So uh, I knew that wasn't going to work out. We've talked about the boba and how much we love that. Yeah, we like that one and we like the ring sling. The ring sling has been moderately useful. It's really kind of hard to put on. Uh, It's just tricky, as we've talked about before, to get it just right. Um, And I... Yeah, I've mentioned before, it might be because I have a cheaper one. So before our trip, I knew I was going to need a different carrier because you can't be doing the boba wrap 
in the city and all that. Um, so I looked in Target and there's another Infantino carrier for $35, $34, I think, um, that you can gather up the bottom to change the size of the seat. And I've had the Gemini, Becco Gemini recommended to me by a mom and then also the Catbird Piccolo. And both have an adjustable seat size. The Catbird one is kind of gathered like this one that I bought. And the Gemini has buttons that snap um, to make it smaller or bigger. But I wasn't going to be able to... I'd been looking on eBay and bidding on different used carriers because these are each $140 a piece new. And that's just a lot of money to spend on something that we already have a bunch of. Um, So... I lost an auction that I thought I was going to win, and I still had a bid out, but I decided I would buy the Infantino Gathered Carrier, and then I could sell whichever one I liked least um, just locally on one of our like Craigslist things. So the Infantino turned out to be really nice, and what's also nice about it is you can breastfeed while wearing it. The straps are configured differently than the cuddle-up carrier, and it's... Um, the straps cross in the back. So it's just a little more ergonomic in general. And I ended up really liking it as we wore it around St. Paul and stuff. It's hot. I mean, they're all kind of hot. They're made of that thick cloth material. But in general, it's pretty good. So then the Becco Gemini showed up, and I've only put it on once, and the buckles are actually really tricky. That was a different thing when I was trying to decide between the catbird and the becco carrier the becco had a little bit simpler buckle than the catbird carrier and I watched videos about this and everything I watched videos about breastfeeding while wearing them to like try and decipher which one I liked more and because of the simpler buckle I went with the becco but honestly I've only tried it once and I thought those buckles were kind of complicated when you've got a really baby and everything to be getting on and off so I'm really glad I didn't go with the catbird um, and the Infantino buckles are really simple, probably because it's a cheap knockoff of these other nicer carriers. Um, but I think I prefer it. The only thing is the uh, carry the gathered Infantino carrier you can't carry a baby facing forward in. And a lot of people say that babies once they hit that six months, they really like um, to do that. And there's debate about whether it overstimulates them or whatever. But I wanted the option to be able to do that which I only would have if I kept the Becco, but I did put the Becco up for sale. Um, you haven't sold it yet. I haven't sold it yet. We still um, have all five. We do still have all five. But I feel less bad because I've talked to other people who say, yeah, carriers, we tried them all, and you know, different ones worked work differently for different people. So, sure. But what I'm really surprised about is the, the fact that this Infantino works really well considering it's just cheap now i feel kind of bad because when you buy a brand like that that is clearly just taking a concept rigged up by a different company and making it their own and making money off it then then you're it's sort of like creative plagiarism that i'm benefiting from you could have patented it yeah well or whatever i mean whatever (laughs) it's obviously okay for them to do it within the law and everything uh and it's just, you know, not every parent can afford to buy a $140 carrier. So I, you know, it's just really nice that the brand exists. But it's also kind of funny that, you know, once in a while, the generic pizza is just as good as DiGiorno. 
So maybe a little better because they got a little more salt in it or something. And that's what's going on there. So if you're on a budget, I would look into that brand of carrier. But if you're registering for a carrier, this is the advice I would give anyone. Like really look at the functionality and long-term use and that weight limit. Does it start at 8 pounds, 12 pounds, newborn? Do you need a newborn insert? Is there a hood? Is there not a hood? Like there's a whole, there's a whole flipping world of details when it comes to these things it's not just ooh, I can wear my baby around so and that's why you need five i guess i wish it wasn't that i wish i didn't have five baby carriers in the house right now i'd love to get it down to two i think unless for some reason we need to carry forward facing we get by with the infantino gathered and the boba and alex i thought you really liked the ring sling for a, nope. a, for a period I did, but she's get, now that she's getting bigger, and I, I think the ring sling that I have, because it's just something somebody made and sells on eBay, it might be shorter than some of the nicer ones, because it it's just not as easy to maneuver around her body now. You don't have as long a tail, and she's, you know, she's only 13 and a half pounds, but I still just don't feel like it's as easy to get her in and out of as it was when she was 10 pounds, so... Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have a yeah, friend who only it. too complicated for me. uses a ring sling. I love the boba, for sure. Hip yeah. carries with the ring sling and does all kinds of stuff. And you can even back it. Like, if you get really good with it, you can do all these different carries. But the one I have doesn't seem to be as functional as maybe a, a larger or longer or something different kind of one. And that's okay. Bethany's Baby Gadget of the Week, Baby Gadgets. Carriers. Buy them all. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch all the carriers. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're pretty dead on our feet here. Yeah, so sorry if this episode wasn't too lively. We're just a little shy right now. Uh, but hopefully you didn't notice. So thank you for listening to another episode of Raising CJ. Uh, please rate or review us on whatever platform you're listening um, you can visit our website, RaisingCJ.com, or send us an email to email at RaisingCJ.com. Look forward to hearing from you if you decide to send us a message. Uh, we might start reading them on the air if we get some good ones, uh, but we'll see you next time. Thank you.